0: All right, guys, welcome back for another episode of Bros Beard Sports. I'm Mills. I'm Cole. Together we're the Beards Bros. No special guest with us this week. Sorry, mm-hmm. you're stuck with just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, got a decent one coming at you guys. We're going to start off, actually, with a pretty serious topic. I'm sure yeah. most know about the Robert Kraft story. We got to cover it. It's kind of big. We're, we have our opinions about it, so we kind of want to let them be known. Mm-hmm. So, Cole, I'll hand it over to you real quick if you wanted to kick that one off.
1: I mean, I, the whole – it just – it frustrates me and yeah. angers me, the whole situation, especially just – there's no excuse for it. Like, right. Like, one, yeah, it's a terrible moral decision and whatever, and I understand some people might not view it as such a big moral decision or moral uh, dilemma. Like, some people don't find it as awful as probably I find it. Yeah, But at the same point, like – it's almost a stupid test as well. Like, you you could have gone other avenues, like yeah, to not get caught. Like the fact that he got yeah, caught, not to, is just, not, to not to condone it, not to condone it, not to condone it. Right, but just the fact, the fact that he, that got, that he caught. got caught. For, like, just to interject just real stupid. quick,
0: we should probably, for anyone who doesn't know, Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, got caught in Jupiter, Florida, Jupiter, correct? Florida. Jupiter, Florida, of all places, at a daytime spa parlor. But in, it was a, a front mall. for, yeah, in a, in a strip mall. And it was a front for prostitution. And to make it worse, it was sex trafficked believed to be sex trafficked. Prostitution. Yeah, it was
1: part of what, what led them to investigating this massage parlor was because it is linked to a global sex trafficking ring, which yeah. makes it even worse.
0: Right. And usually we keep it light on the podcast, but we feel pretty strongly about this one just because... Watching like ESPN and all the other sports broadcasts and everything, there's kind of in my what I would call a ridiculous amount of defense for Robert Kraft or the Mm -hmm. whole argument that, like, oh, that's not why he was there, whatever. You know, there's people out there that are just talking about like sitting there trying to kind of defend, not defend him or but like kind of clear his name as if he had no involvement. I'm sitting here, I'm like, he got caught. Yeah. He was caught on where, video. It, exactly, on video. he was caught on video. So I don't know where the defense is coming from. Because no, I don't know how you can sit back and I. I don't know how you sit back and just defend it and everything and try and write it off like it's not a big deal. I get it. Some people out there probably don't have an issue with prostitution. I know there's people out there that don't. And yeah, do I agree? No, but it's it's sex trafficked prostitution too which is
1: terrible.
0: That's horrible. horrible it is like, one of the, it is horrible. It is one of the worst possible things on this earth. It is just mm-hmm. disgusting. It's wrong. Yeah. And people are sitting here trying and I get innocent till proven guilty, but since when has that ever been the case with a high profile person?
1: Oh yeah. Imagine any athlete. Yeah, if this is an the athlete, second suspended. they get
0: arrested, they're suspended. Suspended, whatever, possibly expelled. We don't know, but they the Mhm. Punishment's coming down on them hard. Why yeah. is it suddenly that Robert Kraft is getting the benefit of the doubt? Yep. I just – it's uh, it's disgusting to me. It's, it's really disgusting to me.
1: It's so awful. And I – again, I don't understand how he would put himself in a situation to right. get caught. Like, that's just stupid. Two, like, also, like, I just – I don't understand it at all. Like, it's terrible. And even if you read some of the articles, like, there are some people – Granted, this is not, like, you know, from the police or anything. This is articles of people interviewing, like, businesses surrounding them. Yeah. And, like, there's one of the guys. Local news and stuff. Yeah, local news stuff. And, like, one of the guys who owns a pizza shop in that same little strip mall area, and he was talking about, like, oh, yeah, how, like, him and some of the other owners of stores and stuff have been worried about, like, because the girls are all, like, super skinny, and they don't really speak English, and, Mm -hmm. like... There's so many red warning signs, like yeah, red flags, that huge like flags. you have to know the second you walk in, like, oh, yeah, this probably isn't good. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he went once and was like, oh, I'm never going there again, because obviously that was sketchy. He went twice. Yeah, twice. Like, and Michelle Steele of, I believe
0: it's ESPN. She said that Robert Kraft and his legal team are claiming he had no idea or. No knowledge of the prostitution that was going on in this place. I don't. <laughs> I don't know how much I'm going to believe that. No, because I'm just going to be real about it. It's hard for me to paint a picture where multi-millionaire Robert Kraft, multi-billionaire, multi-billionaire Billionaire Robert with B. Kraft, wanders into a daytime spa in a random strip mall in Jupiter, Florida. Dude could pay to have somebody float
1: in from Japan. Yeah, to he can have, he can have people like a sent to him. Guru. Like masseuses, masseuses, yeah, masseuses. not prostitutes. <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> masseuses. No, masseuses. Yeah. So I like I I get the whole they have to play dumb. Also, and everything. I, but I just I honestly he was caught. I don't think the police would have arrested him, and said they have video evidence. If they if didn't. they don't have video evidence of. Explicit things taking place. Yeah, like I don't think they just have a video of massage and they're like, "Well, we're going to arrest one of the most powerful men in America." Yeah, like that was not a thought. <laughs> if I remember, yeah, their probable cause for the raid
0: and arresting—well, arresting—he was set up for an arraignment, so he wasn't actually taken into custody. But yeah, their probable cause was that he was there like the day before the Super Bowl. They caught him on video there the day before the Super Bowl. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> oh. you can't. <laughs> You I can't just, be more stupid. <laughs> I I don't like the defense that he's – I don't like that there no. are people out there that are just being blind supporters of Robert
1: Kraft and the Patriots. No. Because it's better – just ima- imagine if any sports star went in there. Come on. Oh, You're the, telling me – They'll have their imagine, head on a stick. Imagine like any, but like Marshawn Lynch. Imagine the crap he would get. Imagine you know even go basketball. Imagine what would happen if LeBron did this. Right? Are you kidding me? You know what outrage there would be. There would be people calling for him to be suspended immediately. And like literally any. Imagine if Brady did it. Like, yeah. I think even Brady would be held to a different standard. It, I
0: just, I don't get it. I'm not. I don't. I'm not seeing eye to eye with the people that are no, sitting there I, and trying to like back out or back up Robert Kraft and try and claim that he had no idea or. He wasn't doing anything wrong, whatever no. it is, or that he was set up. Well, yeah, okay. You want to say he was set up? That's what a bust is.
1: Yeah, they set you up to get caught. Yeah, but but here's the thing with that: like, you still have to make the choices, right. that leads you to getting caught, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, exactly. You know, when, so, when when there's like sting operations, it's not like, oh, well, we we sold him drugs. Like they didn't go up and be like. Hey Andrew, here Mills. I I need you to take these drugs. I need you to buy these drugs for me. Right here, buy these drugs for me. They put you in like, the position to make that choice, and you could walk away. Yeah, just and you wouldn't get busted. It's as simple as
0: saying, "Oh, I'm sorry, I disagree with prostitution." They Boom. didn't. They didn't go up. They didn't go up to Robert Kraft and go, "Hey, you need to go to this prostitution ring in Jupiter, Florida, so we can catch you on camera." Or, no,
1: he they, chose to go there. Wait, right, like, he went there. They, he made no the made decision him go to there. go there.
0: Yeah, he was technically set up because it's a bust. It's a sting operation, but that's kind of the nature of the game, yeah. so to speak. So, how are you gonna? How are you gonna sit there and go? He was set up. Screw <laughs> you if you say that. Honestly, screw you. Yeah. Oh, I w- I, w- I would like to be more uh, that, R-rated that, about it. That, honestly, I but mean, yeah, screw- I mean
1: that. Like, come on. Mm. Like, are you really gonna use that same defense when it's like you know police going on websites and like setting up pedophiles right like no they should do that they should get pedophiles what's off the street like
0: face to catch a predator yeah, yeah to catch a predator chris like, hansen yeah chris hansen uh, no like,
1: one, all of those are set up like pat- come pedophile on
0: file was set up are you kidding no me? yeah i i <sighs> Shut have your mouth people oh yeah. man oh, oh my it's bad. goodness okay let's move on let's get out of yeah. this let's get or, out of this okay robert now, Craft is a piece of crap yeah robert Kraft. You're a piece of garbage. I have more choice words. I'll keep them to myself for now. Yeah. I'll keep them off the off the air. But mm-hmm. all right, we'll just we'll just move into some NBA talk. We'll just segue into that it's very yeah. unnaturally here. So,
1: so. my uh, my thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, so the Lakers, obviously, with LeBron being there, oh, yeah. are kind of the uh, the, the try, hot topic. The team they're, trying not to tank. That's losing to teams that are tanking. Yeah. So I mean, right now they're. 29 and 31 overall. They are eleventh in the West, I think. Eleventh in the West. Uh San Antonio currently has the eighth seed. They're thirty-three and twenty-nine. So they're not they're definitely not out of it. No. Granted, they need to win. And they they've definitely been struggling with fight. uh with their wins. And they're struggling in recently. the win
0: category, which is yeah, kind I mean, of
1: important. LeBron's allegedly in playoff mode, and they're they're three and seven in their last ten games. That's not that's not really playoff mode.
0: Don't worry, it's the young guys though. It's the young guys though.
1: Yeah, but so uh, there's been a lot of talk about throughout the entire season, obviously about, oh, is Luke Walton gonna get fired? Because obviously LeBron has a little bit of a reputation for not getting along with coaches and getting them fired. But uh, so this weekend, on Saturday, (laughs) the they uh, lost. In New Orleans, to the New Orleans Pelicans, 128 to 115, and following the game, uh, Luke Walton got a little bit of a Lane Kiffin at Alabama treatment, where the team bus left without him. I uh, <laughs> what, what, what does that say about Luke Walton standing with the Lakers right now? Yeah,
0: it says he's on the way out, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're kind of the head coach. I mean, how do you—
1: yeah, I mean how you, Gr- Greg Popovich isn't getting left right. at the stadium like that's right. not, You're happening. not
0: getting Oh man, that can't be an accident. There's no way that's an accident.
1: I can't I can't believe it's an accident either. Like It no, it there's no way it could be. There's no way.
0: I can't picture any way like we How do you we would never leave a track meet without our head coach, without any of our coaches. No. So I don't know how, no. how And this is the NBA, like Yeah. I'm sorry. They got like way. They have a way more official setup yeah. for
1: loading I mean, and unloading and and I, even, I assume he has places. like a designated seat at the front of the bus right. or something like. Someone had to get on I that bus know, and just say, "Hey, go." Yeah. <laughs> also, like all the other assistants there, how no one goes, "Oh, hey, well, coach isn't here. Why are right. we leaving?" Like <laughs> <didn't> nobody, even, <laughs> no one says. no anything. way that went unnoticed. He's
0: the he's the head coach.
1: Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. No. I imagine he's gonna get fired. I think he's fired. I. I don't see him getting fired in season no. at this point. I think they're letting him play out the uh rest of the, the year, the yeah. rest of the season. I think he's I think he's definitely on his way out though at mm-hmm. the end. I mean, that was kind agree. of that this was This is kind of some yeah. major foreshadowing here. It's kind of like the that's that's kind of when we knew. Oh, Lane Kiffin's leaving Alabama after <laughs> yeah, this. Lane season. Kiffin's like, on his way out. When of he got Alabama. left. Like that, that was a big news story and it's like yeah, him and Saban really don't get along. Yeah. So Walton doesn't get along with someone. I'm guessing it's LeBron. Yeah. Because I don't that's know. Just, uh, that's just ridiculous. How are you going to – I mean – How do you get left – no, okay. How do you get left In, I don't as know. an NBA head coach? How does the bus just go, all right,
0: that's everybody.
1: Let's I leave. mean, it's definitely bogus. I don't get. I don't even care if you don't like the coach. Like, yeah, that's – You don't leave them at the stadium and pull away. like. That doesn't – no, that doesn't
0: make sense to me. It's a little uh, childish, unprofessional. I don't know. Oh, very,
1: very unprofessional. I Especially can't. if it was
0: organized, which I'd imagine it had to be, because I don't know how. In the NBA, a bus is leaving a stadium without the head coach.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how organized. I uh, someone had to say go though to the yeah. bus driver. Yeah, yeah. Someone had because I feel like the head coach go.
0: is the one who says, "All right, we're all here." Yeah, I, like I said, we have no have idea no how it works in the NBA system, but I still don't think there's a possible way where the they just don't notice the head coach not being there.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine. Oh, the head but the head coach isn't on the team bus. Like, that's yeah, so, okay. okay. Like, I can't he's, imagine that's ever. He's a not here. That's okay. but it doesn't matter. We'll leave anyway. Yeah, like I said, they, they've never heard of that happening to like no. a Doc Rivers or a uh, you know Greg Popovich. No, never heard of that happening to another head coach. So that uh no, it's because it does that it, it
0: happened. Late, well. Oh my goodness.
1: That that's goofy. That tells me that he's uh he's on his way out. Yeah, it's a goofy one. Regardless of of where they finish or anything. Like I a, think that's uh it's one of those nail in the coffin things where you're like, Yep, the writing's on the wall at like this
0: point. LA LeBron they're getting their way.
1: Yeah, which uh and honestly, I don't fault uh Luke Walton for the for the current team. Like No. I'm gonna not, be honest. They're not that good. I think a lot of this too lays at the feet of Magic Johnson and LeBron, because mm-hmm. guess what? The, the you just basketball is all about confidence, and like when you have your shot and when you're hot, you're hot, right. and you keep making your shot. Most of those guys aren't playing well right now. If you notice, they kind of stopped playing well, right when all the like uh, Anthony Davis rumors came up, mm-hmm. and you know LeBron through the entire All Star game wasn't shy about like oh, yeah, I'd love to play with this guy, and I'd love to play with this guy, and I'd love to play with this guy. Yeah. What kind of message does that send to your, your young, young, impressionable yeah. teammates? Like, oh, yeah, LeBron <laughs> doesn't want it. Like, Excuse me. They, they have Bleacher Report. They have everything. They have Twitter. They can definitely see all the packages where they're like, oh, we're trying to trade Lonzo Ball and yeah. Ingram and Kuzma and all of them. Like, They're not dumb. Yeah. They're not
0: naive. I mean – Whatever. Although I, I want to call out LeBron's defense, yeah, the yeah, Grizzlies. I'm about the, oh my goodness, that, that was, was a brilliant. And then did you see what he airballed the three? Was he trying to say he was fouled or that it was
1: tipped or something? You know, LeBron and most NBA stars. You know, he did the. If they do airball, they're like, oh, it wasn't it was my favorite was Le,
0: LeBron pose is when he looks to the ref with his palms up, like, oh, what happened? Where's the call? Yeah, but no, the. Every NBA star does that, right? Yeah, I know. What (laughs) killed me about the one thing in particular against the Grizzlies, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, Yeah, the Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Just want to double check. Is (laughs) (laughs) shooter has the ball at the at the three point line, and LeBron backs off into the paint, gives him the open three, drains it, and then he looks to the guys palms up like, where's the defense? Bro, you gotta be out of your mind. That Talk was, about where's the defense? Your man. That was your
1: man. Where is
0: your defense? Yeah. No, my good. My goodness. That was I just, definitely a bad look.
1: Yeah, that looks terrible.
0: He took a good three steps off of him and and yeah. literally stepped all the way down into the paint. And
1: he wasn't really even like in a super athletic stance. No, he, he was like he was, he was just chilling there. He was there. just upright. Yeah, he was just he was just relaxing. He back was in there like the,
0: the slightly lean slightly leaned forward with his hand That's supposed to be in the shooter's yeah. face, but he's 20 feet away, <laughs> yeah. so it's basically no. like he's waving to him. Like look. No.
1: That dude probably could have gone in at that moment and just dunked on LeBron because LeBron <laughs> yeah. wasn't, did not look like he was ready I for it. you going to just, like,
0: dare the guy to shoot the three? He does and makes it, and then you're like, where was the defense, guys? <laughs> where was
1: it? I uh, – you know. LeBron. LeBron has his moments. Yeah.
0: That just killed <laughs> speaking me. Speaking of – What uh, a playoff mode, you know? Yeah.
1: What a playoff mode. No, but uh, speaking of certain uh, – players having their moments and their uh let's just go shaky defense la- shaky defense lack of good team leadership Kyrie Irving yeah so <laughs> yeah, this, no, I... I was reading this article on Bleacher Report this kind of like so Brad Stevens kind of called out the Celtics for you know taking shortcuts on defense not mm-hmm. playing sound defense And uh, Kyrie,
0: wasn't he like, well, that's up to Brad.
1: Asked about fixing it or whatever. When asked about his thoughts on the team's defense and the shortcuts the team was taking on defense, he said, that's up to Brad, was the quote. That's up to Brad. What an answer. I mean. Revolutionary right there. Leadership, if there ever was. So much. From your pans down number one franchise player, (laughs) one of the guys who's part of the problem on defense and the coach is calling you out on it F- i think for a justified reason yeah like at, what 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 else is brad stevens supposed to do all brad stevens can do is call you guys out for it yeah like he can't go out there and play for you right you have right. to play you're the one not playing defense kyrie why are you not stepping up yeah I didn't. like you're the leader you could set the tone but you don't Right. You just act super immature about it. Well, <laughs> That's up to
0: Brad. Let's not act like Kyrie was ever spectacular as his standalone star anywhere. No. Look at Cleveland lottery team every year before LeBron.
1: Yeah. No, he as his I I have always been against uh the Kyrie hype train. Yeah. Because uh, I think unfairly a lot of people say, Oh, he's better than uh Damian Lillard and you could agree, agree or disagree that. on me. I think Damian Lillard's hands down better. Damian Lillard has carried way worse teams. Oh yeah, no. To I the playoffs. And I don't been agree. Successful. With, I don't agree with Kyrie being
0: better than him at all.
1: Yeah, no. I there's a lot of people who think that. I I firmly disagree, and yeah, this I is do. part of the I reason really why is, is that Damian Lillard will fall on a freaking sword for his teammates. Yeah. Damian Lillard will take all of the blame. Even if he goes out there and scores fifty and has ten assists, like he will still take the blame. And yet Kyrie's like, "That's eh, up to Brad." Yeah, if you couldn't tell, Cole's kind
0: of a Lillard fan. So
1: I'm a I'm a big Blazers fan. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Go Blazers! But the the other thing that kind of kind of got to me too was uh, Marcus Smart, another one of his teammates, uh, kind of called out the team for not playing together, not playing as a unit. Which definitely, if you've watched any uh, basketball. From them They haven't looked like the cohesive unit. they have no. been the past two years or so with Brad Stevens. and uh, Kyrie's response was, that's Marcus's opinion was the quote. Again, like a boy out a boy, Kyrie. I, I don't know what anybody did to piss him off, but I feel like Kyrie is uh, basically foreshadowing his I'm leaving. I yeah, don't would, think he's staying in Boston. That's interesting,
0: especially cuz I remember we talked earlier in the year where I said Kyrie's going to stay in Boston.
1: <laughs>
0: this certainly seems to say otherwise. I
1: I was one that said he's leaving, yeah. if you do recall.
0: Yeah. No,
1: I I don't know, dude. The
0: NBA, see, now this we're going to get into my feelings about the NBA and their <laughs> players and the attitude. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. They're freaking prima donnas. All right. Oh, it's bad. I don't, I don't like the NBA for a few reasons. A big one being the attitude around the league with players. Um, Mm -hmm. They're, they're held to this weird, like celebrity status that no other professional athlete is like seen or viewed as like, I'm sorry. What makes those guys more of an icon than like a stud NFL player? Like, Todd Gurley.
1: Yeah. Well I mean, I think the big difference is when it's the way you watch because you don't see Todd Gurley's face yeah. when you're watching yeah, no, the you're NFL. Because right. the face mask they, hides you it know, and stuff. It, it's it's less
0: it's they show less emotion, I guess, is what you or less well, emotion is seen, I guess.
1: Well, I mean, just even in the, the recognize like recognizing players, like yeah, okay, unless you're, you're saying, a yeah. fan, like like most people can't re- like unless you are a super superstar who always gets like interviewed on ESPN. Like right. unless you're the quarterback who always is interviewed on ESPN, so you don't have the face mask on. Like Todd Gurley and like a lot of them, you know, all the cornerbacks and stuff. Unless you're a super fan of the NFL, whenever you just watch on TV casually, their face is covered, so yeah. you don't you don't see their face. Anytime you see promos or highlights for the NFL, they've got their helmet on. You can't really see their face. Yeah. So they're not like. As recognizable, we're like NBA stars. One, there's less of them, and two, they don't have anything covering mm-hmm. their face. So, their face is out there like like every superstar, their face is on billboards, yeah. every marketing campaign, like on all I the just, commercials, it's close ups of their faces, they're dunking and stuff. So, they're more recognizable. I think, there's so of the much, thing. The, I
0: feel like there's always so much more, I guess the word would be drama in the NBA. Yeah, and it just—I don't know—it irritates me. I personally think the least professional behaviors are in the NBA.
1: Yeah, as far as like team conduct, yeah, I'd say I'd say yeah. NBA. The the other one is soccer gets bad too. Professional soccer. Yeah, well, I, but that's not as common. <laughs> not as, not as <laughs> popular. Paid yeah.
0: attention in the U.S. Yeah, the Chicago Fire. So
1: they always yeah. draw. No. Well, I mean I was talking more about the European League. No, leagues, no I, know, but, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Which is
0: even yeah. But I I just see we're gonna get me talking about why I don't like the NBA. My big my big thing is the attitude of players. I just disagree with it.
1: Yeah. Well I think a I, lot of it too is like and a lot has been said about like the AA or the AAU culture of like they are these teams, there are these kids who are told they're amazing from the Mm -hmm. day they're born and then like they're kind of like the AAU trains them to be almost like ball hogs like Mm -hmm. oh you got to score you got to put up all the stats like your stats matter Mm -hmm. and they kind of drill that into their heads and stuff and even like a lot of like the older stars like uh even like Kobe Bryant or like Kevin Garnett or like guys who came in before the AAU system was like big they've They've repeatedly called out the AU system for, like, yeah, a lot of these stars, like, they have a me, me, me mentality. Right. Like, it's all about me. And
0: it's coaches have the least amount of control of their locker room, I would say, for the most part, in the NBA. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's easier for NBA players than any other professional athlete to just go to the media with whatever. And just stir whatever pot they choose to stir. And I just – I don't like – I really don't like the attitude of players in the NBA – yeah. I, I'm all for when you're having your hot streak or you know windmill dunks, whatever the heck you want to do. I'm fine with being flashy on the court. Yeah, I don't like all of the behind-the-scenes stuff that isn't behind the scenes. Yeah, I'm sorry the, if there's if there's locker yeah. room issues sorted out in the locker room and within the organization. Why do you gotta? Yeah, why do you have like, to cause you, problems with the media and blow mm-hmm, everything up?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's a common thing with like. There's just always so much drama, and, like, I honestly, I have, I think, because a lot of people, I think, give Steve Kerr some, like, they like to shade Steve Kerr on the, like, oh, he has the most talent of any coach ever, so, like, of course he wins championships, which, yes, he does have the most uh, talent ever, and, like, yeah, that's a huge advantage, but at the same time, like, the egos and managing those on the team. Yeah, there's and all no the issues. I, I give Steve Kerr a ridiculous amount of credit. You don't hear anything how, about the war. You don't hear anything like and like even aside from Draymond's slip-ups y- on the court. Yeah, and but. I mean, there's been a couple like little things leaking out like now over like oh well, yeah they weren't really as close as you really think they are. Yeah. But like this is happening from ex players who are now off the team going like yeah we're not as close and buddy buddy as we seemed. Mm-hmm. But like. Give props to Steve Kerr for keeping that all in-house for the entire season. They at least
0: give off the image that none of that is going on.
1: And they all all seem to play as a team when it matters. Like, when it matters in the playoffs, they do play together. And we've definitely seen other teams, like, Mm -hmm. they result to hero ball. And it backfires and blows up in their face. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I do think, you know, coaches like a Steve Kerr, and like a Greg Popovich, too. You, yeah. Other than this, the whole weirdness of the the Kawhi Leonard situation, you've never heard anything from the Spurs. Yeah. And I give I give credit to Greg Pop. Like, I'm impressed with how much every other it's almost franchise like goes through. For coaching, it's almost like manage the egos first, game
0: plan, and kind of set the team up for success second. Yeah. That's almost like what it takes in the NBA because – there's so many pers- There's so many personalities in the locker room. And they're
1: so strong, and yeah. they're so emboldened. And especially, like it kind of comes down to like they make so much more than the coaches. Like as a coach, yeah. you
0: can't do anything, right? What can you do? Like what? What is what is Walton gonna do? Like say to LeBron? He can't do anything. There's nothing he like, can do because Le- LeBron
1: shoves his his rings in his MVP LeBron, trophies in his
0: face, like. In the chain of command, LeBron is above every coach. Yeah. In LA and will always be above every coach in LA. Uh-huh. That's just kind of what like happens. The,
1: the the only way that would like not be a thing is if there was somebody like a almost like a Greg Popovich or a uh you know, almost like a Magic Johnson came down to coach or like mm-hmm. it'd have to be a freaking like legend of the game. Yeah.
0: Someone who can and even I don't know. I've hey, accomplished the more yeah. I'm more respected, you listen to me. Yeah. But
1: I mean and there's
0: there's like maybe
1: 5 people who could do yeah, that. How like, is
0: how is how is Walton supposed to be in charge of LeBron yeah, or no. in charge? <laughs> like like he, it's an impossible ask. <laughs> exactly. And that's that's a problem I have with the NBA. Coaches mm-hmm. don't make as much as players in the NFL. You don't hear yeah. about it. Yeah. I mean, there's some reports that leak out here and there, but you hardly hear about it. Yeah. The NHL, you you don't hear basically anything. Mhm. The yeah. MLS. <laughs>
1: but no, the MLB yeah. you don't hear hardly anything. No, because the it's the because the thing I think with baseball too. Baseball's old enough. Baseball has so many like rules, unwritten and rules, unwritten rules, yeah. and like gentlemen's rules and stuff mm-hmm. that like you're not allowed to break. The right. NBA doesn't have any of those. Right. So like, yeah, the the players walk all over the coaches. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't even have to be a super, look at some of the past guy, like, you know, look at a Ron Artest or a, or a, you know, a Matt Barnes, like role players, yet they still walk all over the coaches. Yeah. It's just, it's how the NBA works, but.
0: Yeah. Well, segue to pretty good there into the MLB. We'll talk about the big, we'll talk. I guess in this case, we'll make it the big three, but the big two signings in the big third that has yet to happen. So, oh, Manny Machado. Manny Machado. Manny, Manny, the Manny. Heartbreaker. Yeah. Heartbreaker number one. We got a second one coming up. Don't worry. <laughs> um, Oh, yeah. Manny Machado, 10 year deal, $300 million, $20 million signing bonus. The entire value of the contract is guaranteed, Mm -hmm. and he has a fifth-year option and a six-team no-trade clause. Um, His yearly salary obviously comes out to 30. That's easy math
1: Mm -hmm. there. But he signed it with the Padres. I know. Why? That is a great question. (laughs) Isn't there like a
0: rule in the MLB (laughs) that the Padres always have to be bad? I, Shouldn't know, there be? I mean, it feels
1: like there is. It it feels like there might as well be. I'll I'll be honest. Who the hell is on the Padres? I mean, the Padres do have some decent young bats. Because cool. they are they are in the oh it's. Oh, I'm gonna forget names off the top of my head because <laughs> they they kind of just broke out the last like two years. I can't I can't. I know. Names. Oh, they There's, had the one. They got the one
0: prospect from. The White Sox for the James Shields trade. Yeah, <laughs> the White Sox traded joke. him at the time. Like, oh, he's not anything special, and then he rose to the MLB pipelines like top prospect. What's his name? Oh goodness, doesn't it start with a T? Is his last name something with the T.
1: I'm not. I'm not remembering. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not remembering it. Uh, no, but I know. I know they do have some young bats. Um, Cause they're in the same division with the Giants, so I, I do know they have young bats. I'm blanking on names.
0: Fernando was it Fernando
1: Tatis Jr. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. No, but I mean, and they weren't they weren't terrible last year, but the right, the biggest still the Padres. The big, just kind of there. Well, the biggest problem with them, um, they don't have pitching. Is mm-hmm. their issue, like in with Machado now and stuff, and if uh, you know. I think they're still in the play for a couple of free agents or whatever, but mm-hmm. like, they could have a pretty solid lineup. They could have a playoff-worthy lineup with with Machado. I don't think so. My, well, I'm saying lineup. I but oh. with the whole team. Yeah. They they don't have the pitching is the problem. Yeah. They lack the pitching, so unless they're signing pitching, in the next two seasons. I don't know why. They they have five years. This. Their
0: window is five years now because Machado's going to opt out
1: at the or, fifth year. If they suck, if they suck, yeah. I can see him I mean, opting out.
0: But Plus, I think he's he,
1: only going to opt out if he has a good year preceding that. Right.
0: That was that was probably my next point. Or that. like he can opt out after five years if he is under the impression that he can sign somewhere else and make even make more, make more money. Yeah. Which uh, he's twenty six now, so he'll be thirty one. So he'll have one more good contract in him. Yeah, it'll be a shorter one, but it'll probably be a higher yearly salary it'll, for sure. It'll
1: probably be front loaded. He'll get a big signing bonus yeah. up front, and then
0: yeah, and he'll be. I mean, if he can make more money elsewhere, I could. I wouldn't put it past him to opt yeah. out after five years and yeah. take a bigger deal. Yeah, not bigger deal. In terms the other, of the other, the other thing that just money, gets
1: but. me is the, the Padres and the division, like they're bottom of the. The order, like even he took the money. Yeah, he took. I, I yeah, he took the money. He took the money. the White
0: Sox offered him eight years, two hundred and fifty million, and then an additional hundred million in performance bonuses.
1: Yeah, performance bonuses—you never know if you're gonna get them though. So I don't blame him. Right, but
0: I think the performance bonuses were put in there to kind of challenge all the stuff about his work ethic. Yeah, which I think that's that's fair. That's That's a good insurance policy. If you if you're like okay, the contract. This contract has the potential to pay out at $350 $350 million over eight years. Which is
1: ridiculous.
0: All you have to do is put in the effort and earn it. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with doing that, especially considering his own comments about not running out ground balls all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: And his work ethic was very well documented in the postseason last year. Yeah. So I I think it made sense for them to offer that. And I'm – more more
1: uh, money yearly, too. Yeah. Well, uh, one thing I, I will say in Machado's defense, like, I think the Sox would be a better team if you wanted to win, but I don't know if Machado necessarily cares as much about winning. Yeah. I think lifestyle-wise, I mean, just being honest, here living in the south side of Chicago. You don't like our weather? If I, I hate our weather what? with an absolute burning passion, it take is that terrible. Back. Leave Illinois. <laughs> Leave this state. Yeah, no, no, no <laughs> I get what you're saying there. Like,
0: if he's not, especially if he's not in it, per se, I'm not gonna say he's totally not in it to win. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously, but like, he. I'd I'd like to assume he wants to win. Yeah, but if it's not as big of a factor in his decision making as others. Yeah, San Diego makes complete sense. I although would, it's a really high, highly taxed area. Just saying.
1: Yeah, but we're also in Cook County, so don't bring okay, up taxes. Okay, but I shut up. We can't. We can't bring up taxes. In come on, thing. man. Let me just. Let me just
0: disagree <laughs> with Machado's decision. Sorry, the White we're, Sox were better. We're in Cook that County. Was,
1: I'm pretty sure the taxes are equally terrible in both places.
0: Nope, I disagree. We're gonna look that up next week. I'm gonna come at you with that.
1: Okay, you can come up. I also want road conditions because. Uh, our roads look like a third world country out here, okay? Shut up. The We're not going at least we have water. We're
0: not going through a drought. <laughs> All right. I'll true. go I'll we, go there. Uh, we we can water our lot every day of the week. I'll go there. Yeah, but, Machado, what are you doing?
1: Picking the Padres really really I gonna, mean oh, yeah, I mean you. again, they're pecking order in the in the own division like even if Arizona barrel, decides dude. to go to rebuild like the, we just saw. Obviously, the Dodgers are good, and the Dodgers are always gonna be good because they're just gonna spend money. Yeah. Um, and they're the Dodgers. They I I like to hope my Giants are still in it every year. I I love my Giants. Not when Mad Bum leaves, Mad Bum's never leaving. He's retiring. A <laughs> yeah, giant. Bold
0: prediction: He does eventually.
1: If that ever happens, uh, we're gonna have like an hour long podcast where it's just me screaming about deal. how stupid the Giants are for ever letting deal. Madison Bumgarner go. Oh, All right. Deal. But uh he's gonna leave. No. So anyway, yeah. So you got the Giants, you got the Dodgers, and even the Rockies made the playoffs last year, I and they have the great Rockies. young pitching. I
0: love the Rockies. Yeah. I'm a huge Nolan Arenado fan. Mm-hmm. Which it's, we'll get to that in a second, uh, too.
1: Yeah, that was part of <laughs> part of my segue was yeah, the Rockies are an amazing up-and-coming team. Oh! And they just they just locked down Arenado. Eight years, two sixty, fully guaranteed. Thirty two point five million dollars a year. Yeah.
0: Third third year option for him as well, and then yeah. a full a full no trade clause, which we'll get into what no yeah. trade clauses are here. I, I think they're self explanatory, but still. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Machado, break my heart once, shame on me. Arenado, break my heart a second time. <laughs> shame on you. I don't. or er, No, I messed up the saying. Whatever. I'm just upset. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, when, Mach- when Machado signed w- with the Padres, I'm like, well, at least next year, Arenado's a free agent. Who ah, i want, psych. I wanted Ar- Arenado. You're going to find this out about me because I'm about to say it. I think Arenado is like the most valuable position player in the MLB, aside from Mike Trout. Yeah. I would yeah. honestly say it goes Mike Trout and Nolan Arenado. Nolan Arenado's a freaking stud. He is, he is he's definitely a, th- a stud. He, he's a stud third baseman, which the White Sox need. Mm-hmm. He's so good. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Arenado, that one hurt me more. That one definitely stung a lot more because yeah. I've always wanted Nolan Arenado. Ah. Uh,
1: imagine oh. Arenado Machado. Uh, Infield? Infield. Oh, my goodness. Granted. The, I would uh, almost
0: consider buying season tickets. Well, I think they would
1: up the uh, up the ticket price
0: because yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's the White Sox. I'd still be able to afford them. It'd be like, oh, <laughs> give us twenty bucks and you can have whatever seats you want for the entire season. i be like,
1: deal. I mean, that's what we in high school. <laughs> we always went to the yeah, the Sox games cheap, for twelve bucks. So bad, twelve bucks a person. No, and but you're if like Arenado right was up there. there, just
0: Arenado, and we have every prospect that's gonna hit because that's how. Prospects work. They all hit, apparently. If you ask any analyst nowadays, they never flop. Or they get injured
1: terribly and uh, can't wait. <laughs> <Okay. play>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My goodness. You know. why, why, what's with... Okay. Whatever.
0: Either way, I just wanted Arenado in a White Sox jersey. Yeah. I wanted it so bad. Uh, more than Machado. Oh, the money I would have spent on an Arenado jersey. I would have bought like three, and And I don't even. I only need one, but I would have bought three so I can have three. (laughs) I'm such a big. I am. I. I am such a huge Arenado fan. He's just a stud. mm -hmm. Because my favorite. Okay, this is gonna be super random, but it's gonna explain why I'm such a big fan of Arenado. My favorite position is third base. I think that's just like a. I'll just say I think it's a badass position to play. Mm -hmm. And. You know, you watch the guys make the tough throw all the way from the corner. You know, against their body, going oh, one yeah. way. And Arenado has so many of those highlights, and they're all so clean. Uh-huh. And he's so good. He's got such a good bat. And I don't think, I don't think him playing in court, Coors Field. Coors Field, yeah. I I really don't think that's that big of a factor because his numbers are still unbelievable outside of that ballpark. Yeah, even
1: on the road, he's a superstar. Like he's still. So like,
0: like, you would – so so what? You want to say that adds whatever it is, six home runs a season? Cool. So he still breaks – four. he still goes over 40 home runs. Yeah. Wow. So I, While playing
1: amazing defense, which that's yeah, not gold helped glove, by being
0: good. Oh, I should have looked – what is he? I think he's been a
1: gold-glove third baseman the last – like every, almost every year he's been in the league. I th- think I want to say it's six. I'm not positive. You he's, might want to look that up. I thought I saw it was six, and then I thought he's been in the top four, or he's been, he's been in the top ten of MVP voting four times. I, I thought
0: he should have uh, got it over Chris Bryant that one year. He had an argument. I definitely he had a legitimate argument, that, and that's part of that is me just being a uh, White Sox fan. But I really thought he's a their numbers were unbelievably comparable. Yeah. Yeah, he's won the Gold Glove every year since 2013. Yeah, um, want yeah, when he came into the league? 2013.
1: 13. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I figured he like. Yeah,
0: he's literally he's been the NL home run leader in 2015, 16, 18. Silver Slugger every year since 2015, All Stars every year since 2015, RBI leader in 2015 and 16. Come on, man. Come to the, why you gotta sign with the Rockies? I get it. Okay, the I Rockies mean, have the, way the, the Rockies have a way more. Yeah, of a I win mean the, now. the
1: Rockies. He's been with the Rockies, and I he gets to stay there. I have a ton of respect for yeah. staying
0: with the team that you started with. That's yeah. always been. I have a ton mm-hmm. of respect for guys that do that. But
1: also, it's an up and coming team. Yeah,
0: no, they no. Like I said, they have a lot more potential. They're a lot more of a win now team and win.
1: The future. I, think, yeah, I mean they'll I think probably set up to win the future they'll still be well. a
0: win now team when the White Sox are hopefully hitting their window.
1: Yeah. So I mean it's not like he's.
0: I don't know my wording there. I'm gonna just end the sentence.
1: Yeah. Like that. No, um, I mean it. It makes sense for him to sign with no, the Rockies. I think it's smart choice, especially. I don't think I could ever turn down thirty two point five million dollars a year. Ever. I don't. No. no I mean. I I wouldn't turn down. Dude, okay, <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't turn down a hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, you no, kidding? but but I mean, even from just the standpoint of like, if the Rockies offered me thirty two million, I'm not even like I don't care if another team's gonna offer me forty million. I'm getting thirty two million. <laughs> I don't care at that point. And like, it's a team that you have doesn't a make a huge difference at that following.
0: Point. I mean, you're a big name. Yeah. You have a huge fan base yeah, there. Yeah, the fan your base wife, loves you. I mean, you've pretty much had your entire adult life be in Colorado.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's setting up, you know, family and whatever. So, yeah, you know, I moving don't, a family. I Sox, don't blame it, him. It makes so much sense for him to stay there. It just, uh, I got yep. that alert, and I'm like, oh. Yep. And there, goes, <laughs> there goes my sad. hope
0: for next next White Sox yep. offseason. Sad,
1: sad moment for the Sox. But uh, yeah. so, I don't
0: even know how much of a player they would have been for him, but. Yeah, you know, one can always hope, and when it's Arenado, who I think is an absolute stud, yeah, it that stings a little been, bit. Would have been sweet. That's definitely it's definitely a heartbreaker because he's so like he's just so good, mm-hmm. and I love. Okay, I value the
1: I value the Gold Glove. Yeah, no, the the defense is phenomenal, and it definitely puts him over the top. Yeah, he's, yeah. That yeah, was but, definitely a smart for both him and the Rockies. I would have locked him down. Like, yeah,
0: but I what I'm really curious now going forward with these two deals is uh, how is that? How do you Bryce Harper's still unsigned? I'm pretty sure his decision comes at the end of the month. Yeah, I'm, I don't know if that's changed since the Aronado signing, but I remember seeing that he was going to decide.
1: I mean, I've seen a lot of rumors and a lot of speculation that he wants to decide by March first because that because he's got to get to training, spring right, training and stuff. Right. So like he can't I, sit out all of the spring because obviously right. when you're a bat you gotta get warmed up, you gotta get the you know, you gotta take life pitches and stuff. Yeah, so like, you can't just pick up the bat and yeah, get cold and just he, swing. He needs to he needs to get back on there soon. And uh I definitely think the Arenado deal the fact that Arenado got 32.5. Bumps up five, his asking price. Oh, I think it bumps it up. I think I don't think he's taking anything less. I think he wants to beat the uh I think what Zach Greinke got a, like thirty three point five million dollar per year average. Mhm. As a pitcher, I I think he's not taking anything less than uh, thirty four million uh, for the uh, average. I think it's going. And then the other thing too is like today it was reported, which absolutely hilarious how this was how this story was broken. Oh yeah, yeah. I I died. So my my Giants have always been rumored to be in like a uh, hey. If you can't get your like money from other teams, we'll give you a short-term deal so you can be another free agent, and uh, you you could be another free agent. And you can get your money. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, that way. So I always thought, okay, you know, if you get him for the short-term deal, you're like, yeah, that's fine. Whatever, I'll, I'll take Harper on a mm. short-term deal. No, 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 no. This year is broken. Giants are the play for a ten-year deal. Yeah. The hilarious thing about this, besides the fact that 10-year deal, I'm like, Giants, no. Please no. Please no. Yeah. Tell me it's not true. Uh, the hilarious thing.
0: Broken by the most reliable source out there.
1: Yeah. Uh, Smash Mouth. The, the band.
0: band. Jinx, by the way. You know,
1: the uh, the All-Star, the Shrek soundtrack. <laughs> they broke this story. <laughs> And, like, the <laughs> funny thing, so a lot of reporters, because they, like, Smash Mouth kind of, like, it was, like, on Twitter, and they, yeah. they like, say which how they knew this, or, like... No, I, I want to know how. I mean, they do Smash Mouth. How does Smash I mean, Mouth my, find my out? My guess is, like... One of like the band members is like close to Brian Bryce, or something. Like Bryce Harper's just a somebody. huge fan. I, <laughs> he just plays All Star. on repeat. I don't know, but they they broke that, and then like a lot of reporters were like, "No, it's definitely we've only heard the the ten we've only heard the short term deal. We haven't heard any ten year deal." Like half an hour later, beat reporters in San Francisco for the mm. team are like. So we're now hearing Giants are in play for a ten year deal. Yeah, Smash Mouth. And I'm like, <laughs> how do we won't be Smash the big reporters? I, I, mean, I wanna know how. I wanna know how too. also I don't get it. It's Smash like Also, what? I'm gonna be honest. At this point, um I think Smashmouth needs to break where he signs. Like <laughs> they have it to it needs to be Smash Mouth. They have to. Bryce had Bryce. They they should release a call new song just for it. They should release it by yeah, a song. Right. Just post a new song, and that, that yeah, that's right. the release of where uh, where bright is going. Bri- Bryce, sorry, Bryce. <laughs> yeah, no. That, yeah, I, I want.
0: Okay, see, I just want to know where they got the. I don't even. I can't put the
1: sentence together because I just can't. Where they got the information? Where did they get I the mean, information from? There my, we go. Wow. wow my, my honest guess is that because I don't know. I don't know where Smash Mouth's from. I think California. I mean, I'd assume California. Are they, Calif- they could be Vegas, too, because I was thinking, because Brian is, like, Uncle a big Google. Vegas person. Mm-hmm. And so I you figured. said Brian again. Sorry. Bryce. <laughs> I met Bryce. I don't <laughs> know why I'm seeing keep Brian. Saying, it's okay. I said Jake Allen. You know. Last time, so. Uh Yeah, no, but Harper, maybe, you know, maybe him or his family are, like, you know, friends with one of the band members or something. They met in Vegas or something. The only other thing I can think of, maybe someone in the band knows somebody in the Giants organization. They're from San Jose, by the way. Okay, Smash so the, that is that is right in the – they're probably in the San Francisco – you know, that's in the Bay Area. So yeah, they probably – They're close. They You know, and that being the, you know, super wealthy rock stars, they're probably – you know, they probably know people with the Giants and stuff or, you know – I'm sure they they know somebody there who probably was like, yeah. By the way, granted, I don't know if they're gonna get information anymore if uh, if they went out and put it on blast like that.
0: Bro, have you read the Smash Mouth tweet? No. <laughs> uh, we are. I don't. Even, I'm gonna mess up the names here because I'm not familiar with the front office of the Giants. We are hearing Giants ownership slash upper management might not. Be on the same page as Zadi regarding Harper. Is that did I say the right Zadi Oh uh, yeah,
1: Zadi is the. the they New want GM. to offer
0: a long term contract like they did with Bonds, and Zadi does not want to. Sabine slash Bayer Bear, Bear. Sabine slash Bear, step the f up. This is your team, not some slappies from the Dodgers. <laughs> that's
1: the t- that's the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. How is Smash Mouth <laughs> reporting this? Dude, that's, that's more such a... in depth than what I read. <laughs> I just read that Smash Mouth broke it.
0: <laughs> Dang, <laughs> they went—they went like legit reporter on it.
1: Yeah, that's impressive. They I, want I to offer they... a
0: long-term contract, like they did with Bonds and Zaddy does not want to. They—they they, is... they didn't like just make a play on their
1: song All Star. Which is shocking, because because. Uh, Uh, Saban, that's the – that's the he was the GM who built the World Series teams, Mm -hmm. and now he's just kind of like a – I think they call him a senior advisor. One of those title guys who's just kind of there. Yeah. He's got got say, but – Yeah, he's got say, but not – but Zaddy's like the – he's the president. Like, he's Mm -hmm. in charge. He's supposed to be running everything. Yeah. I don't know why you hired him if then all of a sudden you're like – because he was just hired this year. Before yeah. this offseason. So that's kind of concerning to me as a Giants fan. Of mm-hmm. like, we're already questioning his moves like, yeah. before he's even made them. Like, why'd you guys hire him if uh, right. you're going to disagree with him on everything? Right. So, That's just
0: so funny. Smash Mouth broke that.
1: I can't believe Smash And they Mouth. were right. The. <laughs> I love the fact that a bunch of reporters tried to call him on it, and then like thirty minutes later, yeah, and the then beat reporters like, oh, are like, "Oh snap! Yeah, <laughs> it's, actually, it's They were right. Yeah, Smash Mouth. They know something we don't. I think they one of one of the band members must must know some, one of the higher gotta ups. There's got to be some kind
0: of connection. I don't yeah. even know how. There's got to be something there. I don't know how they would like.
1: I don't. They I don't that's know the not even but... like just
0: a random tweet that you could be like, "Oh, they were messing around. That's like a legit. No, like, legit." Semi professionally written tweet there. Aside from the yeah. step, the f up.
1: Yeah, no that that's something I would expect from you know like an Ian Rappaport or right uh, you know Adam Scheffner. That's that's the kind of tweet yeah. I expect from them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not I, Smash Mouth.
0: I, they should just become their. They should become their own little sports <laughs> Smash, outlet.
1: Smash Mouth just starts breaking uh, MLB sports. news.
0: I'd subscribe, not for money though. <laughs> that's no. Yeah, but uh. No. Yeah, I so, think we bled that one dry a little bit. Yeah,
1: now let's uh, let's move on to uh, NHL, NHL trade
0: deadline just passed.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you take point on this one. So <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: I figured you would. Let's let's just hear like it. I let you do with the NBA. Um, yeah, yeah. There's just there's three trades I want to talk about. One of them is in there just because it was kind of surprising to me. I didn't see it coming. But the the one I want to talk about first, the one I personally like is uh, the Mark Stone trade to the Vegas Golden Knights. So Cole, I'm just going to explain Mark Stone. He's considered mm-hmm. a power forward, you know, physical presence, but he's also a very good scorer. Okay. And he's he's 26 years old. He's in my opinion, he's from Ottawa, which is in turmoil. Ottawa's got all kinds of pro- all kinds of problems. Okay. Ridiculous problems. I won't get into that now, but I thought Mark Stone was the most valuable trade piece at the deadline. That was actually that was an actual trade piece because it was obvious he wasn't going to sign long term with the Senators, so they're like, "Okay, we got to move him." So Vegas gave up a twenty twenty second round pick as well as um, defenseman Eric Brandstrom and forward Oscar Lindbergh. The thing, so Brandstrom, I'm sure you're unfamiliar. Cole. He's the he's the top defensive prospect for Vegas right now. Um, he's, he's, I mean, he's just. That's that's pretty much it. You get a second round pick and you get a top prospect for Mark Stone, which uh, you know how I feel about the Blackhawks and trading prospects. Yeah, but I thing. dis I agree. I agree with the Vegas trade because Stone is a he's a top line player, mm-hmm. and I say he's bordering. With, he's definitely above average, and I think he's flirting with slowly within the next couple of years. I think he's going to kind of thrust himself into the semi elite to elite category of players. Yeah especially considering he was a 7th round pick which mm. those guys hardly ever make it in the NHL so that was the big one I want to talk about I mean he's in his 60 games he's got 28 goals 34 assists for 62 points so obviously he brings some scoring presence to uh, to Vegas which is a team not having as hot of a year as they did last year in their inaugural season but mm-hmm. still third in the uh in their division so He's definitely obviously they're they're lining up for their playoff push here which uh, which would make complete sense. I mean, they're there. Yeah. And uh I mean, they got Arizona 5 points behind them, but I don't see Arizona catching them. So yeah, they brought in they brought in scoring depth because scoring is what wins in the NHL. I mean, we've watched the Hawks mm-hmm. score win an 8 to 7 game. Yeah. And then a 5 to 4 game mm-hmm. and then lose to their two more important ones, but I won't get into that. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's the big one. That was the one. Oh, and then he immediately signed a oh, what was the year? 7-year, 8-year deal. Okay. 8 years so at 76 up. million. So just over 9 million a year. I don't I'm not going to even figure out the decimal yeah. point math in my head right now, but
1: Yeah, that well, that's top market for Yeah, that's NHL, that's right? definitely
0: top market up there because usually anything above 9 is what you're playing like you're or paying your top talent yeah. for context, Kane and Taze with the Blackhawks make 10 and a half. Okay, so he's definitely being paid up there with the best of them. Okay, well deserved. I mean, he's only 26, yeah, he's 26, and hockey players somehow play Dude, forever. They a long time, they, they somehow play forever.
1: I know <laughs> it's all I'm always surprised if I go to the game, they're like, Yeah, he's been playing for 15 yeah. years. I'm like, 15 yeah.
0: you What? 15 years? This dude's 40. Look, Like, Joe Thornton, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, is 39 years old, 38 or 39. The dude's beard is entirely gray. This
1: is he play, play, looks old. Dude, dude's been in the league for, like, what, like 20 years now? Yeah, he looks old. That's insane. He still
0: produces, but yeah, I don't know. If like, there's some something in that hockey player water, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it makes them last yeah. forever. All those you know. essential oils. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just essential oils. <laughs> yeah. Inside joke there, sorry. Um, Another one I wanted to talk about, because this one caught me off guard because I, I, you know, honestly, I don't know why I didn't see it coming, but I just didn't. So the Red Wings traded Gustav Nyquist to the San Jose Sharks. It's, I mean, it's one of those moves where the Sharks are like, all right, we got to go out and get a guy who can add some scoring depth to our team and kind of hopefully help our offense improve. And San Jose's already got an impressive offense. Mm Mm-hmm. They ha- they're averaging like 3.62 goals a game, Dang. which is pretty good That's in the star, NHL. Yeah. And so, I mean, they went out there and they just went and got another guy. San Jose has good de- – they have a good defense already. They're a pretty well-built team. Mm-hmm. It's just weird because the West, as an entire conference, is just kind of playing poor this year, which usually – there's usually a few standout teams in the West, but this year just – it's brutal. I mean mm-hmm. – we want to look at it. The highest, the te- the first place team, the number one seed in the West is the Calgary Flames at 87 points. You f- want to guess the uh, top team in the East? How many points they have? Um, 112. Oh, boy. Okay. Way overshot. there. <laughs> <Okay>. 100. 100. <laughs> okay. Whoa, you know. I wasn't ready for you to say 112. <laughs> but, no, they've got, yeah, they've got Tampa Bay Lightning have 100, and then... I mean, there's only two teams in the west that have 80 points or more.
1: So so it's almost like how the uh the Western Conference in the NBA is so much better than the Eastern Conference. Yeah, in the last like 5 years.
0: Yeah, like the wild card teams aren't oh my goodness, the wild card teams aren't The East's two wild card teams have more points than the both wild card teams in the west as well as St. Louis the number 3 seed. Well, they would be the number six seed, I guess you'd say, but the number three seed in the central division. So I mean there's three mm-hmm. teams that are that have yeah worse seasons than the two wild card teams in the East, which as a fan of the Western Conference does not bode well for them because I like watching the Western teams win. Yeah, you know, unless it's St. Louis, I don't want them to win anything ever. But Understandably. Yeah. I do root for Minnesota though, which people always give me crap for because I'm a closet Minnesota Wild fan. I just like their team and I like their mascot or their logo when I was a kid hmm. you know reasonable reasonable reasons yeah makes you sense know. obviously but yeah so that's the deal with Gustav Nyquist I think he's just there you know all the playoff teams that want to push for uh, for the Stanley Cup they go out and they get their guy Not always, they're not always going for the top available but they go and get a guy who's usually versatile or can play on the team and elevate him or kind of you know just ele- yeah I guess elevate I don't want to keep using that word but it's the one that keeps entering my mind they just kind of bring the talent up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, that's the big thing there with Gustav Nyquist. And then another one I wanted to talk about was Matt Duchesne. He was traded to the Columbus Blue Jackets. He was like the most followed He was, yeah, he was the most followed name in uh at the trade deadline more than Mark Stone. They're both from the Senators, though, oddly enough. And um yeah, so Matt Duchesne, what I like about him is he's once he's a center, so obviously he's going to bring more value to a team than Mark Stonewood because he plays on the wings. Like the wing position. Yeah. I realize yeah, I said I'm, that. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I know, I know what you mean.
0: Um, so Duchesne, once again, he's another good scorer. He's played 53 games. He has 28 goals, 32 assists for 60 points. So, I mean, his, the whole point there is he's supposed to be – he's being brought in to be the top-line center for Columbus. Mm-hmm. And – with that, Columbus actually just fell out of the, their playoff spot, so now they're not, they're back in the hunt, no longer in a spot. So he's definitely there. I mean, Columbus is going all in on the rental players because they got Artemi Panarin, who doesn't want to sign long-term. He's been there, but he doesn't want to re-sign long-term. Mm-hmm. So they're expecting to lose him. Duchesne's out. I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, Sergei Bobrovsky, their goalie, who's a stud, once again. The Russians are all studs. Of course. Um, he's also... I think looking to get out somehow. So they're go they're going all in on the rental players. They're kind of in a win it this year or don't win it for a few years kind of deal. Mm. And you know, I respect uh oh, I'm going to totally botch his name. Their GM Keklein. Oh, I don't even want to try the first name. <laughs> um yeah, their GM, he's yeah. very aggressive. He's his GM style I would compare to Ryan Pace with the Bears. He's okay. aggressive with trades and he's kind of aggressive with like who he targets and like free agency mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I I hope it pays out, pays out, uh, pays out, pays out, pays off for him. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a cl- once again. Well, you no, know, you know this about me. I've always liked the Blue Jackets because yeah. I had this thing where I picked bad teams to root for, mm-hmm. and then hope like they eventually become good. So I'm like, oh, I've been a fan of that team forever. <laughs> but I liked, uh, <laughs> yeah. I I I liked Columbus even when they were in the West which was, yeah, they were in the White Sox division. Once again, I caught flack for that because I like a lot of the teams in the White Sox division. I'm just rambling, sorry. No, um, Columbus, I mean, they're making their playoff push too. You can't blame them. They're sitting there one point out of the wild card and one point out of their own division, actually. So I Matt Duchesne, he's brought in. He's hopefully there to elevate them. I'm hoping he elevates that team, gets them into the playoff push. Finally gets him past the f- gets well not him alone but puts that team in a position to get past the first round for once because I'm sick of watching them lose in the first round. It's annoying. <laughs> it's disappointing all the time. Yeah. Because like it I don't like lot. I don't like a lot of teams in the East. I I really don't. And the ones that I do like always freaking lose. Yeah. But yeah, there's my quick little uh, NHL update for you for everyone so yeah we'll move it into the quick hits yep third podcast of quick hits here Mm -hmm. so
1: this one uh my turn to i got to hit you up yeah my turn to be caught off guard so uh number one i want to know what are your thoughts on the iowa men's basketball head coach being suspended two games for Mm -hmm. calling out the refs for uh, some questionable his, calls in okay, that game. If I'm
0: correct, his words were, <laughs> you mo, expletive, you are a, an expletive cheater. You were you are a cheating mother blanker. That was it. And then you're an effing disgrace, right? Yep. Man, it's the emotion of the game. Okay. Uh, obviously, you can't say that to the rep. <laughs> I will no. say this. Way better than if he said anything racist. True. Way better if he said that's, anything racist. It's a very low bar, though. <laughs> no, I know. I know it is. Come on. Um, I don't know. I I guess I mean, my attitude is, I guess I, I would have to see, like, the incident play out. Because I don't know, like, it, I feel like people shout things at refs all the time.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was some questionable fouls at the end of the game yeah. with with uh, like four I minutes get it. left and three minutes. I left. get it though.
0: Yeah, you have to you have to suspend him. It may. I mean, yeah, I, it's I hard get, not to. I get to suspend
1: suspended. Granted, I gotta say, as as one of his players, I would love him. I'd yeah, like, no, yeah, they, I, I feel like it says I, a lot. I feel like that's a great move for getting your team <laughs> that's on, one of those uh, on board with what you're doing. Like that's one of those. Okay,
0: this is gonna be. I'm gonna compare it to Remember the Titans. All right. <laughs> Of course you are. That's your favorite movie. Yeah, so remember when they're in the – who is it? The regional playoff game and they have the committee, the Hall of Fame committee, has it all set up to oh, where yeah. the refs are going to throw the game.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And, uh, oh, boy, what's his name? Yost? Is that the
1: – Yeah, the the uh, coach who gets a, demoted to be the – Yeah, Yost. He he goes out there and he's like, you call this game fair.
0: And has his whole, yeah. these are my boys moment, you know? Yeah,
1: His I don't I, care about getting to the Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah, I
0: feel like that's what that moment is, honestly. Yeah. I think – I know. I know. It's a little different for us as uh, as track runners, but actually, we can talk about my incident at co- indoor conference. Yeah. I know. Do you I wanna, definitely enjoyed. Want to
1: tell the, that story? Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll get. It. We'll tell the story. Okay. We might as well tell the story. Let me
0: paint the scene for you guys here. Oh boy, indoor <laughs> conference four x four. Right. The four x four for those who aren't big track people. Very hyped up event. It's it's the last, last event of any track meet. Yeah, it's the last event of every meet. And yeah. it's it's always so intense because it's, it's, it's like this is deal. like teams put their studs out there on the track. Like yeah. this is like the race to watch because uh-huh. it's just yeah. always, Te- there's always yeah. a race going on. Uh-huh. It's just intense. It's yeah. fun. Everyone gets into it. Yeah, Te- Teams get
1: on the infield and, and they line it yeah, and, and they and, like are all there. So you're and all they close cheer, in and, and, they and just, you are screaming. And they get you so yeah. hyped up. I usually lose my voice, like yeah. almost all the time and, I lose my as voice. Someone who,
0: as someone who runs in that event, it gets, it, it gets you hyped up, and it just sh- you just are flo- flooding with adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I'm the anchor leg for our race. I get the baton pretty much tied for third place.
1: Yeah, the the team who was handing off uh, right next to you, they uh, yeah, actually they kind of, fumbled their Yeah, their, they fumbled uh, theirs, which
0: gave us a little yeah, bit of a— Yeah, you
1: had, you had like a slight lead for a little, yeah. little bit.
0: But the guy was a sprinter, so he zoomed yeah. right past me. He, he zoomed past me pretty quickly. Yeah. But I stay, I, I'm staying with him. Yeah. And we're coming around the first turn. It's indoors, so the lap's 200 meters, so you got to do two laps. So we're coming around, I guess, well, yeah, the second term, turn, coming in to finish the, do the straightaway of the first lap, final straightaway of the first lap. And someone from one of the schools, I see it happen, gets pushed, steps out into my lane, bumps me. I fall behind. Obviously, I'm fired up in my head about it, but I can't just stop mid race. <laughs> so I'm started on the second lap now. So, oh boy, someone steps in front of me again on the track. Totally bumped. Like this one was like I caught full body to body contact. It wasn't mm-hmm. like a you know like a brush off or anything. Yeah. Like this legit makes me kind of jump, stumble, regain myself. Yeah. Basically, Which takes us out of the quick, takes me out of the buzz. race.
1: I just want to throw in. For those of you who don't know anything about track, during the four by four, don't cross. You like that is a understood rule. You do not for any reason step onto the track where you might be in the runner's way. Yeah. You even like if you have to back up a little bit so that because they're gonna come right into those turners real, uh, yeah. corners real close. You do not for any reason whatsoever. You don't step get on the in track. The way. Um, Don't them. step no. on it, but this dude Don't so step on the track takes
0: me pretty much takes me out of the race with the guy that I was chasing down. Pissed me off. <laughs> I had a nice me- or a nice little fit of rage. Yeah,
1: Un- understandably.
0: I broke a uh, like white gate thing. Um, yeah, a barrier. <laughs> yeah, barrier. So yeah, I had I had my moment, but as an athlete, you know, I went I. I did, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I cooled down but I definitely yelled about it to our coach and he immediately went and brought it up and everything and as an athlete yeah. you want to see your coach kind of like step in yeah and try and let something be known and like mm-hmm. voice himself like voice yeah. his opinion and kind of I don't care how much emotion is involved in it obviously this was a lot yeah that that incident with Iowa was a lot so I mean it's one of those things where you see it happen and as a player you kind of you want to play a little harder for that guy. And, yeah, he's mm-hmm. going to get suspended. But I feel like his players are going to look at this as, like, a, this two games is for our coach here. Yeah. Because yeah. that's just – that's what happens is, he like I said, he didn't say anything racist. So it's not like mm-hmm. he did anything that would, like, offend someone. No. Other than the fact that, okay,
1: yeah. He, he dropped sure some he, F-bombs. I'm like, sure he uh, offended deal. the ref a little bit. I mean, offended, who, who who hasn't been cursed out at least once in their life? Right, like, especially come on. a ref. Yeah, like, come you on. have
0: to be used to it. But – I get it. You have to suspend him for the two games, but I think it's one of those things where, like, his players are going to rally, or be- are going to at least attempt to rally. I don't know.
1: Iowa's nothing spectacular. Well, I mean, they are ranked twenty second in yeah. the country right now, so they are having a
0: pretty decent yeah. year. They
1: have a good shot to make the NCAA yeah, tournament. Yeah, so I think
0: this is just something that they can rally behind, honestly, mm-hmm. which usually isn't the case when coaches get suspended. But that's that's where how I'm choosing to view this because that's that would be my reaction as a player. Mm-hmm. Is like we got to rally behind this because. He did this kind of talking for us and stepping up and standing
1: up for us. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. So, uh, that is it for the first quick hit. So, quick hit number two. uh, Does Colin Kaepernick ever play any kind of professional football? No. Ever again. I I
0: think he's going to choose not to. That I I. Here's the deal. I don't so I don't see him coming back to the NFL. I
1: I despite some like little rumors that now that he's taken the settlement that I don't he see could play com- again. I don't think anybody in the NFL will let him play. Right, and I don't think. He's I don't gonna, think I, he's gonna. I don't
0: think he's gonna undersell himself to like the Canadian Football League or now the AAF. The AAF. No. AAF has a rule on what their contract can be, so he can't even go there. Yeah. So he's got the CFL, which.
1: Then the other, I doubt the, the CFL the other is going to pay the money that he would probably want. Now it's also the XFL because that's supposedly <laughs> oh, yeah. be coming into play. Yeah, no.
0: Um, I mean. Yeah, but Vince McMahon but, runs that, and he pretty much made that rule, those some of those rules as like an FU to Kaepernick. Yeah. yeah so I doubt he's going to play in the XFL, that, and I doubt yeah. the
1: XFL is going to last because it didn't the first time. But. Yeah, well, even the, the, the AAF, like they just had to sell – basically the entire league to one of their owners for 225 million just to just to keep just to the lights payroll. on and pay the players so yeah yeah no, i don't think, financial I, don't think and I think most
0: of it is going to be more of there's going to be a combination of his asking price being too much but i think he's kind of setting that asking price as like a i don't if i don't get it i don't i don't get it but yeah, if well, i do I mean, why wouldn't i take it
1: i think i think it's fair to it, he it's basically asking what the 16th Highest-paid yeah. quarterback in the NFL would yeah, be. Yeah, I get I get where he's coming from. So I don't. Th- I think that's his market value. Yeah, so I, just don't, don't I don't think he's him for I that. just
0: don't think he's gonna get offered that. And no, so I don't. He's, I don't think he. Will I don't either. blame him for staying out. I mean, he had to have gotten a huge settlement.
1: Oh, it had to be. I I I am firmly in the camp of it was a hundred million plus. Yeah. That was that was my my guess was a hundred million plus.
0: Oh, it had to be huge. I can only really uh, imagine.
1: Yeah. So number three, this is the fun one. Cool. So, uh, you're going to play casting director, okay? For like a movie? Yeah, for a movie. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to give you four characters, or sorry, five characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to pick a sports star who you think would play that character great in a movie. Okay. Okay? They're all superheroes. So, we're, we're sticking with a the superhero okay. theme. Superhero number one Iron Man. Who would you pick to play Iron Man? Wow, you got me
0: caught off guard already. <laughs> who would I pick to play Iron Man? Okay, it's got to be someone who can be kind of douchey but selfless at the same
1: time. They kind of have to have that play that Playboy like right. kind of thing too. Goodness, um, Patrick Kane.
0: Interesting. I'm picking Patrick Kane as my Iron Man. I, uh, despite me not liking him, I picked Brady. Ooh, no. Brady's not making my movie. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I just thought Brady could play that kind of Unless like he's playing the dude, playing the dude who kisses, who makes
1: out with his son. <laughs> ooh, ooh, shots fired. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so <laughs> the next one up, Captain America...
0: Yeah. Real quick. Good I old. just have to add Brady. There's a video of him kissing his son for a questionable period of time. I don't they're, want people to think I just made some. No, <laughs> I just not, realized like, that that sounds thing. really bad. Yeah. If I don't give some context there.
1: Yeah. No, it's it's a video where like Brady asks his son for a kiss. His son comes and kisses him and then he goes. That wasn't long. That long was enough. a peck. That wasn't long. And enough. Then They, and they and hold then like a like four
0: a, second kiss and it's an awkward video and it's on his Instagram. You'll find it's it on, on his there. Instagram or just look up look, Brady yeah. Kiss's son. It's weird.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely weird. <laughs>
0: okay, I just I realized it, it took a <laughs> yeah. second for it to click, but I'm like, okay. "Wow, I sounded so, really bad." So your next that.
1: uh your next one, Captain America. Yeah. Who's playing Captain America? Hmm. Playing Captain
0: America. That's tough again. These are hard,
1: cause have Yeah. I'm, 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 okay. Well, uh, also like Captain America, you got to choose somebody like buff and. Yeah. You know, also up. someone kind of stoic. A dude, like a man. Yeah.
0: Um. Who's my Captain America? Gosh, this is this is so <laughs> difficult.
1: <laughs> um, I didn't think this would be this difficult. I'm trying to
0: think just NFL players because those are the guys; those are the ones I know the most about. My yeah, captain, America. Uh,
1: I, I, I thought about a lot of tight ends for this role. Yeah, I could see that. Um,
0: my captain, America. Mm. See, I can't. Re- I can't know if I can't commit to that too much. I'm thinking Russell Wilson. Interesting. I have like I'm I'm thinking Russell
1: Wilson right now. He kind of ha- he's kind of yeah. just because of how like he puts the Seahawks on his back. Yeah, the kind of and the way he carries himself. Russell too, Wilson. Like, I'm going to commit to that one. Russell that Wilson. Makes, I mean, he's not quite as tall as I would expect. Yeah, not I, I'm not Parker. going based on Granted, their size. I'm that going dude by the, is jacked. Yeah, he is one of the more jacked QBs in yeah. the
0: league. Yeah, I'm going go to Russell Wilson. I see you there. America.
1: Okay, your next one is uh Spider Man.
0: Tariq Cohen. Ooh, spider Cohen. That's Spider-Man. a good one. Tariq See, Cohen.
1: I went. I went Kittle, for George, uh, George Kittle, the oh, tight yeah. end for the the Niners for uh, mm-hmm. for Captain America, and then for Spider Man, I actually I went um, uh, Kyler Murray as like the oh yeah uh, Morales version of a uh, Spider Man, not the Peter Parker version. Yeah, because I thought I'm like ooh. No, I'm going. I'm I going like to read Cohen. I, I I'm not th- I like factoring in their race or like well, size into well, this. Uh Miles Morales is the, yeah, no. the Black Spider Man. No, so there know. is the Black Spider Man. No, I know. No, I know. I know. I'm just not. Yeah, that's not.
0: Yeah. part of my Yeah,
1: no, decision. That, that's fair. Uh, so the final one, because those are all Marvel. I have to give DC at mm-hmm. least one shot. Wait, out. that was three or do we have three? That was four. That was four. Or starting no three. That was okay. three. Um, so yes, the fourth one and final one. So it was four. So it was four. Okay. Um, I just can't count. Uh, Batman. Yeah, I was. I I saw Batman. I had to. Man, I, had I saw to. <laughs> Batman. coming. Um, who is your Batman?
0: Wow. <laughs> I,
1: uh, Here, I'll, I'll give you mine while you think about yours. Yeah, give me yours. because mine. Your mine is thought. kind of a little bit of a of an out there one. Mm-hmm. I picked uh Zlatan Ibrahimovic, which is a Ooh. soccer star. Um, he's a little too cocky. He's cocky but he's also like that angry brooding kind of guy yeah and he plays angry and super aggressive mm-hmm. and he's jacked and he that and also I feel like he could pull off the Bruce Wayne Playboy too. Like he could pull off oh, yeah, the he he eccentric billionaire. Himself, he,
0: he refers to himself as <laughs> Zlatan. Yeah. yeah. He could yeah. He, he could pull off yeah. that.
1: So I that that's why I went Zlatan for that one. Also, it was a little bit out there, so I thought it was good. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Batman. I keep thinking of orphan. And
0: I'm like, I, <laughs> I wouldn't know if any of these athletes are orphans. Why is that the right. I <laughs> Go character, man. No, I know. Okay. Please. Angry. I'm trying to think of like basketball player for this one. Mmm. Like a basketball that player who plays angry, but I don't watch the NBA enough. Yeah. Um, okay, my Batman. My Batman. Batman. Unfortunately can't choose Christian Bale. Yeah. Cause okay, I'm gonna go another like Bears player here. Ooh, Akeem Hicks.
1: Okay. Ooh. <laughs> I'm okay. going to Keem
0: Hicks, because he play he plays angry, he plays, he plays angry. in the trenches, and he's physical. He's a physical. He's I'm a going to Keem Hicks'
1: as Batman. I can't how, how do you think his uh his Playboy Bruce Wayne would be? I'd like to think Akeem could pull it off. You think he'd I'd pull like it off? to think he could pull
0: it off. Okay. He he's so natural he in play, interviews, yeah. honestly. He's he's good at yeah. I'm I a i am like that. Akeem Hicks. I can see him. In a different, in a, his own, a key, in his own spin of the Playboy Batman, I can see him doing it. Plus, I'm just going with how he is on the field and how Batman is when he's fighting.
1: Yeah, that that makes sense. That's a that's a fair one. That's a little outside the box. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I mean, no, and then all right. So we're any gonna, other ones? No, that is that is it. All right, that so is. you have
0: another. It's characteristic of our uh, show now to end on a. A, running story. Yeah, so we, we, we got Cole Cole finds point. him. He reports him. him. So
1: uh so this week the uh the big kind of uh thing in the running world was the uh USA Track and Field Championship. So it's you know all of the uh all the top runners in the US who are American born can uh can run in this and uh they go compete for uh for championships in in Olympic years and stuff like that. Stuff like this helps you qualify to uh, like the Olympic trials and right. stuff like that. So it, it, it's usually an important race. It also it qualifies you for the world team, for the world championships, because you have to qualify for the U.S. to make it on the U.S. team. So it's a very important meet. And uh, Drew Hunter is a 21-year-old uh, out of Virginia. He was originally scheduled to go to the University of Oregon uh, coming mm-hmm. out of high school, But then your favorite, yeah, my favorite. But uh, he he betrayed my poor duckies and uh, don't call them duckies like that. They're the ducks. Come on. Yeah. Uh, No, but they uh, he pulled out and he ended up turning pro. Um, He got a I don't blame him. He got a lucrative deal from Adidas Mm, to go pro right through right right out of right out of high school, baby. You know, Zion will be there soon. You know, after his shoe incident, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but so, basically, he entered kind of last minute for Mm -hmm. this, and he managed to get on on the fact that he hasn't run a two mile yet, but he got in because he's a well known commodity. Yeah. So his agent was able to get him in, Mm -hmm. but they did not allow him to race in the fast heat. There was two heats. Yeah. of the uh of the men's 2 mile indoors and they didn't allow him to race in the in the fast heat because of his late entry. Right. So he had to race basically knowing nobody in my race is going to be close to me and I can win this race and I'm still not going to win overall cuz they're going to mm-hmm. account for time. So he had in his head that he probably had to break 820 Which is insane. Yep. Luckily, this dude's teammates, A-plus teammates, they went out extra hard and paced him for the first mile, Mm -hmm. helped him out, and he carried through and finished all by himself in an 8.25 final time, which happened to be the fastest time run at the meet because the A section, the fast heat, the winner won in an 8:32. Oh, so, so he, he won handily. Comfortably won. Yeah. Not knowing how fast he actually had to go. What
0: would you say that is? Like a 60 meter
1: lead? Yeah, yeah, probably about 60 it's, meter it's, difference. You know,
0: that's insane. Yeah, I mean, 50, 60 to win in the slow heat. That's impressive. Because you pretty much have to do that on your own. Now, obviously, yeah. he had his teammates there to pace him, but, but still, only for only the first to, mile. He's a whole mile.
1: mile where he's all alone, mm-hmm. and he has. No idea how fast he has to actually run to win. Yeah. So he's trying to give it his all. And it's way easier when you're in the fast heat. You could kind of wait and you can do like a sit and kick. You know, there's right. guys, you know, all you usually have to do is like, oh, last lap. I just got to beat him now. Right. You know, he has to. Right. No, he has to do it. He's way, he basically more exhausting. has to just
0: race himself and hope yeah. that it's enough. And
1: Yeah. And even when he finished in the, uh, the A25, he said in an interview that he's like, yep, nope, I didn't win. You know, it's whatever. I gave great effort out there, though. I'm happy with yeah. my time. And sure enough, he yeah. did. And then, uh, lo and behold, the the fast he goes, and then up. Oh, guess what? He won.
0: Yeah, that
1: that's it's that's hard to do. I oh, mean, it's insanely impressive. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was my my because yeah, I mean, do you know what, what the second
0: the t- second place
1: time was in that heat? Is the the slow heat? Um, I do not. No, I'd imagine it's not what, very close. What that time was, I I don't think it was close. I don't think it was like that far off because this is a world championship. But I think it's probably he had a probably a solid twenty to thirty second lead on it. I, I don't know. Yeah,
0: that's still um, not very close. You're pretty much on your own. You have yeah. no. It's not like you have someone who you can almost feel coming up on you to push you. That's not what you have.
1: Yeah. Then yeah, I mean even at the end when you're dying out there, usually you have the motivation of oh I can't let this guy beat me. Yeah. And then, <laughs> you don't have anybody out there. That's it's just it's all around impressive. Yeah. And especially this is his first world title ever, twenty one year old kid,
0: out there kind of a last him. second
1: entry too. Like. Congrats to you, Drew. All around impressive. Drew Andrew, the name of greatness, right? <laughs> But but his actual name I don't believe is Andrew I think it's just Drew <laughs> I don't think Drew's a Come nickname. Come on, <laughs> I, I could I could be wrong, but I don't think Drew's a nickname. Well, it's close. He's enough. always it's,
0: entered as Drew. It's, it shares a name, yeah. whatever. Okay,
1: fine. Congrats, Drew. <laughs> Congrats, Drew.
0: Yeah, impressive race.
1: Yup. So that is that is our running shout out of the week. Yeah. And uh, I think that That'll about do it. that about does it for us here. Again, you can uh, follow us on Twitter. At Beards Bros, and then also follow us on Facebook.
0: Beard Bros Beards sports. Bros Beards Sports. Just give a, follow and, uh, us, like our page.
1: You know. If you have any suggestions or any uh, any topics you would like us, tweet at us, post it on the Facebook page. Yeah. Go ahead. We you are, can send us a uh, Facebook message even if yeah, you wanted. I mean we're we're totally open for uh any suggestions. We're always
0: looking for talking points, so feel free,
1: throw anything our way. Yeah. All right, right. till next time. Yeah. Take See it ya. easy, guys.